This is the Gomaluku podcast. This whole a- ASMR thing, which is like this whole whispering thing in the microphone, is it's kind of a new thing that a lot of people do. Um, it's not my thing. Um, which I tried it once, um, just just for fun, not 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 in a podcast, just just for fun, and yeah, it sounds me um, very creepy. Like I'm, a, like I'm a creep, like I'm a stalker kind of guy. So like, I try to stay away from whispering um, into the microphone. Definitely in a podcast, one hundred percent. So, um, so if I, yeah, I was almost going to do that again. But um, so, so tell t- tell me again. Like, cause I think there's not many people that are doing are doing what we're doing, which is still using a notebook to take notes. It is. Um, yeah, like I, I go through a lot of notebooks because I I write. Like, how do you do it? Like, I, I I do like writing bullet point things. I draw a lot as well to process things. How, how about how about you? Well, this is I just I just use standard composition books. I have a journal, but I end up using just my notebooks for. They end up being my journals and. Mm -hmm. this is a new one I started so I started I was writing a speech for somebody so that's all that's in this one so far yeah and then now this so I yeah my I mean I have stacks of them and they're just Mm. full of research I mean you know writing reading articles and taking notes and uh, yeah doodles poems and do you have like um, one subject, one notebook, or is this just like one journal kind of thing that you like um, register? Every, I try. Mm. I try. I think I can get really organized and be like, okay, this is for a literature review, or this one is for articles, and this one, no, I can't. Mm. It's they. They usually end up just being. It's just one and it goes through all the way through, but I just make sure that I always write the date on the page. So that's my big thing. As long as I write the date and then I have a little technique for like, if it's my own personal thought, like a Mm -hmm. little, you know, thing that I do next to my thoughts. So I don't confuse it for somebody else's and, ah, okay. You know, if I'm, writing something i want to make sure i give proper credit to somebody and mm-hmm. but also if it's my own thought because sometimes you know you read it you're like who said that did i say that or did, yeah. did sally say that like i don't remember so i just make sure i note. yeah it, it, I, I have i think i'm going through three notebooks um one is like a journaling um so a journal i try to journal and I have different approaches for for journaling. Um, at first, I started like writing as it was a um, diary, as in like this is happening, this this is happening, this is what um, what caused by it, and everything else. And I don't know, like if and at some point, um, I just um, had difficulties keeping up journaling. Um, because I, I always had that feeling, oh, shoot, now I have to, like, end of the day or start, yeah, end of the day, I have to, like, oh, man, I have to, like, um, recapture the entire day again 
which is fine but like trying to put that into words and there's some um my 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 short-term memory sometimes you know like it, it leaves me it abandons me um so and then i i shifted into like doing like um log style as in all right i just if something happens and I'm, oh yeah i have to write, log it now it's just write it down and whatever whatever comes up in, in my in my head i just write it down and then um it is almost like star trek you know you know the, what they do like captain's log you know blah 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then and then and then you know and, and then the next scene something happens like captain's log or supplemental blah 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 blah, blah. He, he says no oh, I'm, I'm not i write it down though um i don't look into the camera and record it um but yeah this and this is my journal and then there's one for um um yeah for for the podcast and then then there's, there's one for um UN negotiations so in every meeting that I go to um which I tried to um use one notebook for climate change one notebook for human rights one notebook for uh, biodiversity which actually meant that um I would be bringing like 15 notebooks every time I went um, to the UN. So that was, that wasn't helpful at all. Cause um, you could like, yeah, you, you'd see me like, like a big old briefcase. Brief, it's, 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 it's a, a, it's a backpack. It's, it's a huge backpack that I will be carrying around. Like, yeah. And, I'm, and on top of that, you have your laptop and everything else. So stepped away from that and just use one notebook and which is way more helpful anyway, because it makes you connect. You know, like if if you like, cause, cause so this similar to what you do, I just write down the date, but also the type of meeting that I'm in. So that if I if I write it right in there, um, and I write it in my own words, uh, so um, um, I don't think um that any UN negotiator wants to read my notebooks because I I I put it into words that I understand it, um, and then um. Yeah, so sometimes I can I can like um, scroll back to to different page. I'm like, oh, hold on, we talked about this in in a different process, and and my own, do, 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 yeah, really my own thoughts about things. I I do like write brackets around it. All right, yeah, this is this is this is mm. one takeaway or something that I really need to focus on. Um, so sometimes I just like. Uh, from time to time, I just scroll back into the whole thing, through the whole notebook, and then like only scan for these brackets. Or, like, or what am I missing? Is there something that I forgot to follow up on? Or you know, it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I like notebooks, like you. Like I, I text a lot. Like my, my thumbs are having, I don't know, carpal syndrome, carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, with WhatsApp and and everything else. But. Um, <laughs> to 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 really being able to process things it is um writing is it is it has become a um yeah a skill i think that a lot of people are losing because of um, because of because of these things and 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 yeah keyboards and everything else so it takes practice yeah. though writing takes practice i have my morning writing time which is usually just, you know, really early in the morning when I wake up for 30-ish, usually by five, 
making coffee and just sitting in the kitchen when it's nice and quiet and writing whatever. Sometimes I write letters, write letters to people. Sometimes send them, don't send them. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, like however it comes out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Is, is, is that your, is that part of your routine? Because uh, you, 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 so you get up at 4.30 in the morning or five um, and then, um, yeah, take in a my brain, My brain just starts yeah. like going. <laughs> I have to do something. So mm, okay. usually that's just when all, everything just starts coming out. So. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and you just write what uh, that, that's that's just that's write. Cool. Just yeah. write. Like uh, I mean for me because by about eight o'clock at the latest, my kids are up and then the day goes and you know, I might not have like good solid hours to just write. So mm. is, is it also um a a way of priming yourself for the day as it, as it is like 4 30 until 8 until your kids wake up that's you that's brook time um priming yourself a little bit because that, that, that's the that, that's the idea that i get yeah and it's not yeah. like conscious it's not like i wake up and i'm like okay now it's time for me to write and no it's just <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just a sort of this habit and I have a little corner in the kitchen with a lamp and I, I you know, I just like to sit there and have my coffee and, and just write and. And do yeah. you have it like, like, like some kind of like a thought process as in, um, yeah. How, cause I can imagine that it's hard to start writing. I think that that's, that's the most difficult part, like the, what, what the thought process is or the, to write um i think it's just whatever is well whatever is coming up in my mind in the morning is usually i guess what what was going on the day before or yeah reflecting yeah. Uh, sometimes it's deep sometimes it's not deep at all mm -hmm. yeah Sometimes it's me writing yeah. my prayers, you know, like I, I also like writing is just how I can express myself better. So sometimes I'm, I'm writing prayers in the morning and yeah, really just whatever comes out. I think it's just, it's just what happens. Mm. Nothing conscious. Not that's usually, a, that's a, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's amazing though, and you because you mentioned it like briefly just now, or like like just now a couple of minutes ago, is that um, which kind of um, intrigues me is is that you you said you were writing a speech for someone, yeah. I know, well, because um, yeah, I, I've I've a um. I'm in awe of people that, that that know how to write speeches and are speech write that know how to write speech write speeches or are speech writers. So um 
Yeah, do you do that a lot? Is is that what you usually do, or is it just like one time off? Like, hey, I'm I can do it for you. No, sometimes I'm in awe that people ask me to write speeches for them because <laughs> it just seems odd. But I I don't know. I really like doing it because I don't really want to give speeches, but I like being able to make a story with these words mm. and and then see how the person who'll deliver it might change it to make it more more them and then yeah and, it's not um, something most people know about kasali but then i like sitting back and going mm, i wrote i wrote that speech oh mm -hmm. i wrote that speech okay um is there is there any speech that you could point towards like hey i, I had a hand in it not that yeah that, that you were like um that is online or, or something that, that you can point to? Is that a, you um, know? No, I don't really like, I think that's the whole point of be, you know, helping people write speeches is that mm, okay. they're able to, you know, they're, they're able to, to whatever, paint this story because they always put their own spin on it but mm -hmm. you know it, it it's their speech it's not and most people have speech writers right so oh yeah like e even people that you don't you assume that do they do not need speech writers they have speech writers it is just it's yeah um, yeah and or, so, so and any any um in when you write speeches or when you think about writing writing a speech, what um what do you think about as in, in points of inspiration or like oh man, um, this is a very good speech that that I heard or read, or or watched or the way that this person delivers it delivered it like any, um who do you try to embody in a way, um, if any. I think I just really because they're they're all uh, Pacific related. So I guess mm. I just um, I sort of am able to put myself in the the audience as a as a foreigner mm -hmm. and like what do I want other foreigners? How do I want them to feel about? the Pacific about this, whatever the topic is, if it's about oceans or nuclear or what have you, mm -hmm. like what is it that I want the audience to listen to and become moved by, like moved mm -hmm. to action. And so I think that's, that's what I do is I'm able to see both sides of it and have enough background in more Marshallese culture, but you know, Pacifica that that I can sort of finesse some of the story to make mm -hmm. it uh, I want I just I want the audience to be moved. And then, you know, thinking about who the speaker is and what it what are their strengths? Is it their booming voice? Is it their demeanor? What is it that that will be able to draw in the audience a bit more? I guess that's right. I really like doing that. And um, because this this it's just like I said, it's a super fascinating part of it because uh, of part not of it, but it is a super 
fascinating aspect of um, diplomacy and advocacy in a bit. Um, and I think it is a, is a very underestimated skill. Um, what I, what I believe, um, obviously in, in, in politics, it, it is, um, it is bread and butter for a lot of people and they, a lot of people make them make their living out of it. Um, in terms of, um, within my own experiences at, at in the indigenous movement, um, I think there, there's a lot more grounds that we can cover as in there, there's a lot, um, yeah, there, there's a lot that we can we can still learn uh, as uh, as individuals as, as as in speech writing as in trying to get to that that flow that story telling your story and then being able to uh, like make it as simple as a as an equation as you start with a story and then mm-hmm. and then you 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 uh, the natural um, goal or endpoint would be that yeah uh, like like you said you know like move them to something to, to an action like a call to action and in a way that it sounds like common sense it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah it's not just like oh mm, i have to think about it but it's like it sounds like the ability to make something very complex understandable and in a way that the call to action sounds like ah oh, yeah yeah this makes sense this, this, this makes sense and that people um not that that's that's a skill but also like using words and pace and um yeah like using oratory skills or creating training their oratory skills to um um yeah make people not only do the call to action but also feel super motivated to do it I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it like that. Let's get that feeling, right? That, that's that's, yeah. I'm like, uh, it, it's it's funny. And then, actually. and at the same time, like, you know, okay. So if I say I want the how how I perceive the Westerners in the audience to hear, mm. but then what about the Pacific Islanders in the audience? Like, I want them to feel proud of you know, whatever the topic is, if it's, you know, their own history, because so often these speeches are very, you know, geared, very westernized and yeah, yeah. So, so, so making it, making, you know, making sure that the, the Pacific culture is, is very elevated and that is what is, is at the very forefront of it, so. Yeah, I think on that point, then you you are in a, at least how I look at it, in a, in a super advantageous position, right? As in, like you know, you you live on the Marshall Islands for, for God knows how long, and also like able to see things from a non-Pacific, comma Western uh, um, perspective, right? So I think. Is 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 that what? Yeah, why people come to you? Um, yeah, this is a very weird question. Um, well, yeah. so I have to rearrange myself. It's 
plate here, cover myself with my blanket. Uh, <laughs> it's a, I honestly, sometimes I really, like the last speech, I was really shocked that they came to me to, uh, to work on the speech. And sometimes I'm, I'm confused. Like, why are they asking me? But I guess the speeches are good and they, they appreciate them. So, mm -hmm. but a lot of times it's called, I'm called in like last minute, they had a speech, they didn't like it. And Brooke, can you look at this? And I look at it and I have to just sort of drop everything and right. work on a speech. But um, I don't know. It's something that I would like to do more of, but it definitely, mm. it takes a lot because it's, uh, I'm a perfectionist. You know, and I really want, I want mm. to make sure our, you know, and it's usually for somebody in, in a position of leadership. So I'm very, very aware that the words that they use, you know, that they, they've got to come off, um, you know, being as amazing as they are. Like I, I really, uh, I take a lot of that. I, I just take that very to heart of, you know. Mm. The, right. this is the this is how our leader is going to look to the outside world to or to anybody if it's just here but um mm -hmm. making sure that uh the words that i put together um yeah help them present themselves as the amazing person they are yeah no you're abs absolutely 100 right and i from my own experiences, I've, I've written a lot of speeches for other people as well. And when people come to me last minute, um, I think it's, I try to make as minimal as changes as I can, because I just want to hear your thoughts on it. If, if that's a good approach or not, um, or if you would have done it differently. Um, minimal changes as in um, rearrange some words, some some paragraphs, make it sure that there's some a certain flow that it reads better or yeah, that it reads better and that you can um, pronounce it better. Because um, uh, I did it once. Um, somebody gave me like last minute and that was like, like a day before the statement. All right, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, you, you go over it and you change it. Make all the changes that you need, all the changes that you want. And I just create this whole new st statement um, based off the old statement. And uh, this person um, read it and it sounded so inauthentic. It sounded so, oh. it, it sounded, it, it made, uh, it made sense. Um, and, and it sounded um, as, as, as any statement you, you, you would uh, want to listen to, but it wasn't that person. So yeah, so it, it is. So that's how I maybe um, got scared a little bit about making like, these big changes in last-minute speeches because I know, like, yeah, I don't know you that well to write, choose the right words that you like to to use and where you use commas and and punctuation better. Um, that um, I just try to stay now. I just try to stay within the framework of the the original speech. Like uh, all right, yeah, I, I think I get the I get the idea of where you want to go to, 
um, how you how you talk, how you speak, and I try to make minimal changes. Um, ever had that experience, or am I is is this a, is this a, a right approach, or am I am I, am I full of it? I think you're a lawyer. <laughs> I think that's what it is. You're a that's lawyer. That's what it is. Oh man! And you here know. I thought it was just insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you're a lawyer. Oh. I don't know. I just try to make the speeches, and even in my writing, I get I, I guess. See, I'm I'm kind of like, like my academic writing that I. I got a bit afraid of sharing anymore because I want it to be accessible. Mm -hmm. So I tried to make the language accessible. And I mean, I can throw out some academic words for you, but that <laughs> would, you know, that alienates the people that I want to read it. Like I want academic, I, I, I want speeches. I want all of this information to be accessible and, yeah, I um, yeah. So I guess I I approach the speech writing the same way as just trying to make what comes out accessible to the audience and mm. not fill it with. Right. Mm, yeah, and a little bit thrown off, but with uh, that you're a lawyer because I really thought it was something else. <laughs> it's not in a negative way at <laughs> no, all. No, no, it's no, no, not no, that. no. It's yeah. just. You're a lawyer, so your mind thinks yeah. that way. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, I'm not. apparently, yeah, <laughs> it is. And also, like, and maybe, oh man, like, yeah, it's it, like this. I, I had to like retract, like, yeah, retrace all my thoughts on this actually, because, because, because you said that it's it's crazy. Because, um, I also approach speech writing with a certain structure because I need I need mm. a process. Because if I don't have a process, I just like start with all right, um, hello everyone, and then I'll just like it, like, um, and w w w that's what frust uh, frustrates me a lot is that that I start writing, start with intro word one, and you start writing, and then halfway first paragraph, you're like, yeah, this is not it, and you just delete everything, and you just go back to, and you start go back to, um, um, yeah starting a whole new way or, or whatever and you lose, lose a, a lot of time on that so I, I i use a structure do you use a structure or process to from scratch to um to write, write a speech or a statement is there something that you have in your mind um consciously or, or unconsciously that you're like all right um, this is the flow that that i used to the rates or is this is the flow that i want to um manifest in, in in that speech um before i answer that can i just tell oh. my kids to go to sleep because it's sure. late past yeah. their bedtime <laughs> hold on hold on i'm just gonna yeah. mute you for just a second that's okay i'll i'll i'll, I'll go mute that is, this is fun
That was my mom face speech there. <laughs> Good thing you yeah. are muted. <laughs> I, I, the, the funny thing was, is like, it's like, it's not like the mute thing, but like you, uh, you put your glasses, like you tilted it a little, little bit down on your nose. <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> so like, Took oh, off wait, the headphones. Is... I got serious, man. And yeah. Yeah. I this could... is like, all right, this is no, no, no kidding. No kidding around. This is mom mode. Um, yeah, so and they I, don't. I, they I don't buy it. it. They don't. Yeah, they don't <laughs> buy it. That's. The... <laughs> yeah, maybe it, if I yeah. was more lawyerly, they would. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, like, because lawyerly would be like point, point, counterpoint, and you don't want to go go into that. It is, like, oh, you know, no. like it is. Right, yeah, no, I already yeah, get you... that a lot from the twelve-year-old. Like, yeah, you know, you, you, you don't want to go through that. And how, how about, how is Ati? Like, um, we did not, yeah, like after my birthday episode, we didn't do a follow-up call or conversation, but how, how is he doing? He's good. He's, uh, he, he just matures so quickly. So mm. one of the things um, around Nuclear Victims Day uh he pointed it out. I got the newspaper and he was reading the newspaper first while we were driving. And he's like, oh, look, this store is having a Nuclear Victims Day sale. Oh, look, they even put a picture of this bomb. He's like, mom, is this the Bravo shot? I'm like, oh, no, that's the Baker shot. Mm -hmm. And He's like, look, the they're having a sale on cell phones or look here, this store's having, and then people are saying happy nuclear victims day. And there will be special races for nuclear victims day. And he's 12 and mm -hmm. he's like, what, what is this happy nuclear victims day? What's, what's happy about this? Do these people not know this is a day of protest? Yeah. It's a day of protest. We should be holding signs outside of the U.S. Embassy, but no, everybody's having like sales and nice little conversations, and so I guess I like that my twelve-year-old is like that. Mm. Is it is it that ob obvious um, on the Marshall Islands that, or like that? It's not obvious. It's not the right word, but. Um, like is yeah, it's it sounds really weird if it's if you say like Happy Nuclear Victims Day is like yeah, they say that literally it was in the paper and people will because it's a public holiday. It doesn't mean it's a festive day. Mm. Like it's not. I mean, I remember many many years ago when a lot of the elders were still alive and they would protest. Like there would be old people with homemade signs out in front of the US embassy. There would mm -hmm. be, there was this one place where they would have the like, you know, commemoration ceremony or something. And the elders would be there with their signs always. Yeah. And, and then it turned into like fluff of like, you know what change what, what 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 created that change or what influenced that change you think i keep honestly i've been thinking about that what mm. maybe because people passed away 
maybe because Political administrations were nicey-nicey with the U.S. Mm. Uh, People in positions of influence were, you know, they really want to, I I don't know. People here really like the United States. Mm. and, And there's this, like, I don't I don't know. I'm trying to track down that that key point because I remember when Ati was a baby and going and you know we'd have a candlelight you know vigil inside and then all the old people would have their signs outside and the ambassador you know they're it just flipped them off basically. And then mm. we got this one ambassador, this guy that like everybody just was nice to him. I, I don't understand. We drove past the U.S. embassy on Monday, and we flipped off the U.S. embassy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I honked my horn, and all three of us drove by it. You know, that's fine. I want my kids to be able to feel free to do that because mm. you know. That's the country that made them displaced. So it is. It's a day of protest. And here everybody is like sitting and listening to nice speeches and celebrating. And so so there's, there's, so people understand, people that are listening understand a a little bit is um, no, picket lines or uh, banners or whatsoever on, on at all um, on, on a nuclear victim day? No. Well, this one, I don't, I don't go to them anymore because mm, okay. yeah. I get really upset. So I don't know. But I mean, it's not like there's a big call for everybody come and let's protest mm. for justice against the country that did this. Yeah, because the last time I did that all by myself, everybody was like, "Oh my God, she she just told off the U.S. ambassador in public." Like, it, it you know they don't there, there's something of people not wanting, not not wanting to make waves. I'm not quite sure. Is there something to say about? continuation of colonization that is like still wow. feel comments about that oh yeah mm. oh yeah and it's it just it's ramping up and in many ways i mean we still have the u the nuclear or the missile base uh in kwajalein and the u.s is now there, there's an island near here to Majuro, and they are courting the U.S. military to use their atoll as another military installation. Like, come and see our island and see if you would like to use this as another military base. It's insane. Yeah, especially when you know what the U.S. military has done in the past um in terms of because it's it's not just hey um we're um 
we're going to build a, a U.S. base or or are we going to um, build a like, uh, I don't know, like a harbor or an airstrip or whatever. No, they just they did nuclear testing, uh, you know, so which, which is, um, yeah, like the 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 ultimate thing that you can do to uh, to to kill people. And, and is and basically also and also why I wanted to to talk to you about because there's so little that I know about it. Um, you, there was this, um, uh, um, yeah, event that you did, you were part of, um, uh, and yeah, I just, I just, and which triggered me like, yeah, um, I don't know absolutely anything about it as in, well, not absolutely anything, but like it is, um, uh, um, how should I say it? I just felt that there was a huge gap, a huge void. Like you, there was this, uh, yeah, nuclear, the uh, nuclear ban treaty that 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 you you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, there, there's there's just so much more that I wanted to know about. So I just wanted wanted to, amongst other reasons, obviously, um, to get you um, to get you on the show. Um, maybe I should have started with that. So thank you for for getting on the show. We're half we're half an hour in. We're almost one hour in. I'm just now starting to like, hey, thank you so much. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, well, better late than never, uh, obviously. Um, is this your introduction now? Uh, pff, <laughs> man, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's no, it is, it, it sucks. Um, I just, I just, I just learned that, um, yeah, introduction. I don't, I don't, I don't like introductions as in, um, any conversation that every conversation that I go into, like we don't start with introductions. It's like, yeah, you just start off with something and just you just go go with it. I've been in some conversations even that I had a very good conversation, and by the end of it, um, didn't know that the the other person's name, um, or can remember that person's name, and which which is, um, in all honesty, that that's all on me. That that, that that's my fault. Um, not showing any interest or yeah, like not trying to create that bond link, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, but um, that's yeah. okay. That's not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. Like you were asking me for my preferred bio. I was like, please, this is really, I'm having an identity crisis right now. <laughs> I can't give anybody a bio. Like, I don't know what I, I, I don't really know how to sum up who I am. So going over introductions, that's fine. Just talk and. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And the thing is with, yeah, prefer bio is more as in like, yeah. Um, what, cause, cause some people send me like an entire document. I'm like, yeah, cause I just want to like give people like a, a nutshell version of you so they can put the conversation into the right context, which is it, it, the only thing that a bio does it is it establishes cre credibility, True. you know, and th that's the only thing that it does. That is, this is what, what, what how I think about it. it. This only thing why people are interested in bios, resumes, and everything. They want to see like what you're talking about. That it comes from a position of credibility or and or authority. Yeah. And in my view, like like listen to the story first. You listen to what he, he or she or they have to say, and then 
and use that as part of your knowledge palace. You know, like, like try to consume as much knowledge as possible from different angles, different views, different layers of society with or without authority or credibility, but make your up your own mind about things instead of like, oh yeah, um, this person is a PhD student or this person is collects garbage and um in a local neighborhood um like they're both have the right to an opinion they have both have thoughts about things listen to the opinion first listen to, to what they have to say first and you know and let that be let let arguments be the merit of uh, like something that you want to take away from the th- from from the conversation and not like oh yeah i'm just going to level this higher than the other because that that person went to harvard or or or, or i don't know phoenix university or i don't know if that's if that's even a university i think it's online um you know like it, it is uh um yeah so some people prefer sending a bio is a very long winded of say way of saying it. some people prefer prefer a bio sending sending a bio and I'll post it if other people um, are not comfortable with it, which is fine as well. I just like, oh, hey, had an awesome conversation with Brooke. We started talking about note taking. So like the first 10 minutes, that's on you. That's for you. The second 20 10 minutes is what was was on speech writing. That's going. And then then we when we blast it off into like no pun intended into like no, uh, nuclear. <laughs> Nuclear nuclear, uh, ban treaty and and nuclear victims. Yeah, sorry. Like this, um, that's how my mind goes. I I I think of that. That's also what I use in speech writing as well. It's like these words that come natural when you when you think about when you think about um, a certain topic. You know, like so I do. Like I always start with a word association. Like what what words do people associate? With with this topic, and and that's what I learned from a, a um, um, an artist, um, Inuk artist, uh, Aka Neviana. She's from Inuit from Greenland, and she she told me um, that like I just just write down some words that come up into my mind that, that associate with, with a particular topic, and then put it away, and then um, yeah, then she started to meditate in a, in a way on it all right yeah and, and then that's how she builds uh, her her poems because she's super amazing in, in poetry and ever, in everything else of in in artistic expression of of, of thoughts emotions and feelings um so that, that's at least one way to start things um um so yeah that's how we come up with like, blast off that definitely no pun intended of a, yeah yeah no pun intended yeah um pun intended pun intended yes <laughs> anyway shoot you know and and, and here we are again like uh trying to circle back to, to, to circle around introduction and then go back to um yeah all right yeah nuclear uh because c- could you give the um in your own experiences what you've learned what you've experienced uh, um, what you know, um, or as willing to share about, like the, um, yeah, how, how, the 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 nuclear. I want to say discussion, but it is more than that. It, it is it, it, um, 
yeah, like the 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 how big of an impact nuclear testing has made um, by the United States because is it is only the United States or is it is it other countries as well? Because I know I believe well, France here, has also done done some some weird shit. Oh yeah, in the Pacific, I mean Australia, New Zealand, uh, France, um, the United States, UK. Uh, but here in the Marshalls, these were U.S. nuclear mm. and thermonuclear tests. Yeah. And how many tests have they done that you know in the past? Well, here in, in the Marshalls, technically 67. It was actually 68 because there was one nuclear test that was done eight miles north of Enoweta. So somehow they count that as not being in the Marshall Islands. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there were the nuclear tests that they did in Johnston Atoll. And those, all of the, those were high atmospheric tests and that stuff all blew this way. And then everything they dumped into the ocean, it just, all those currents come this way. All of those wind patterns, they come this way. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, and then Kiribati as well, but, the, but really those ones there in uh, Johnston. So the ones here in the Marshalls, 67, 68, uh, 43 of those were done in Enoetak. The rest were in Bikini. Yeah. And yeah, some, um, which is the most, um, more known around the world, the testing on, um, on Bikini Islands. Um, yeah. But, but not like, so there's, there's this perception out there that, 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 that people, people thought like, I had that way well, yeah, I like the, these countries did like more. One or two nuclear tests tests in the Pacific, um, the islands, but but it's way more than that. And I wonder um, more than three hundred. More than three hundred were done yeah. in the Pacific. That's insane. And it didn't That's stop insane. until nineteen ninety six. From 1946 until 1996, there were nuclear weapons being detonated here. Like that's just, I mean, in a 50 year mm -hmm. period, it's just insane. Like here in the Marshalls, if you add up all of the, the weight of all of the, the bombs, it's the equivalent of 1.6 Hiroshima bombs every single day for 12 years every day like basically two Hiroshima's going off and then the thing here because I've talked to people from like very far away atolls that they remember mm -hmm. when the bombs would go off because I mean the earth is curved right and these bombs would go off and the sound would just bounce and it would echo Mm. So you'd hear this for hours, hours and hours. They would detonate a bomb and you would just hear this like ping pong back and forth. Boom, boom, boom for hours. 
Like that, that's now, I mean, just imagine that, like, I mean, that on top of it, I mean, the sounds and the, it, it's, it's just unreal. Mm. It's unreal. And there was no, um, did, didn't the, the, the U did the U S military in any way, shape or form alert you or hey, Hey guys, by the way, Next door, we're going to de detonate. I don't know a nuclear bomb, so uh, you might want to close some doors and 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 your windows. Anything along those lines? Anything that they did to? Why, why warn would people? they do? Why right. would they do that? You mm. know, they they that was part of the experiment. Like these were scientific experiments, so they were testing not only the devices themselves. But they were testing what happened afterward. Yeah. And what was the impact on, I mean, there are just hundreds upon hundreds and hundreds of scientific studies surrounding the nuclear tests. Hmm. This, was, this was big time research. So they were studying the impacts on corals. They were studying the impacts on, you know, marine life. Uh, animals, they had uh, islands where they would breed animals here and then test on them. Mm -hmm. and, and then, of course, they were testing on people. Like, what are these impacts on people? That's, I mean, that, that was project 4.1, but they're still getting data on people. They still have the whole body count machines. If you're on Enoetak and you go to the Njebi Islands and you come back to Enoetak, you have to get a whole body count. If you come back from Bikini to Majuro, you have to do a whole body count. Yeah, what's Why? the body Why? count for, for the people understand? For whose benefit is this? It's mm. this seat and you're supposed to get them done like regularly if you're from those islands mm -hmm. so you sit in this machine thing it's like a i guess like an x-ray and it it checks for what cesium and what i'd have to look it's been a long time since i had sure, a whole yeah. body count um but it, it, it you know for whose benefit? Because they don't really tell you. They're like, oh yeah, you've got elevated levels of this and you're okay. So mm. then why did you, what, like whose benefit is this for? Yeah. And then they, they will take like stool and urine samples from people to test for plutonium, but you never get the results back. <laughs> and then they tell you, oh, well you have to go online. Here, here's the website, and then you go here, and here's your number so you can find out your levels. Okay, so if I live on an outer island and I don't have any internet, how am I going to access my own data? Yeah. Who is this for? And then what? what is this? What is it for? For whose purpose? To gather data on long-term low-dose exposure to radiation? Mm -hmm. And what do they need that for? Are there NASA? any... NASA? 
thoughts or, or theories that 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 are going around, like or that are, yeah, like, like about about the application of of the these results of these these tests. Well, oh, no, yeah, of the, the, the I, I body mean, count, this is the thing. Like, there aren't a lot of people who know about this stuff or who are putting all the pieces together. But you know, mm -hmm. there's Operation Gabriel and Operation Sunshine, and the the million person. Uh, there's this million person research project where they they gather all this data on people on the impacts of radiation exposure, mm -hmm. and you know, there's there's parts of it, and I'm sure people are like, oh, this is all conspiracy stuff, but I mean, there's some crazy stuff. We're talking nuclear weapons here. Yeah. It's insane. And then it's like, the more you know, the more insane it is. Like, it's just, you cannot believe this stuff is real, but part of the data that they use is for NASA, because what do they feel what do they fuel any anything with for NASA? Hmm. They're not using diesel. <laughs> no. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's going to burn so so and then also for nuclear submarines. Like what are these impacts on people who will be in close proximity to nuclear fuel? Mm. long-term low-dose exposure to radiation what are we going to see well all you all they need to do is they have all the data here from the marshall islands yeah what are those impacts okay then that's what you're really going to be seeing in people who are working on nuclear submarines who are on you know spacecraft those types of things i mean that's mm -hmm. as far reaching as it goes it, yeah. it's it, it's just, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing that people chose to take science and use it for evil. Yeah. It, it's, it's under the premise of science that they throw it under, right? It is the... Um, yeah, because because we have to do it because of science. It is like it is a catch-all uh, excuse to and then then at at what cost? I, I'm, it is always and, it is mind blowing to me. And then there's no recognition. There's no that that like I don't know how to how to balance this, but like the the ocean and the islands and the airspace and the people mm -hmm. of the Pacific and it you know being here in the Marshalls if I can speak more specifically on the Marshalls and you know from my children mm. that it's my children and their heritage are what has provided all of this data and yet there is no recognition of them as any co-owners of any of this data. It's harvested knowledge and taken out and owned by somebody else. They don't even let the people own their own, you know, this, this is, that was generated from here. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't consent to any of it, but 
it, it, any knowledge that's produced here belongs to the people here. Yeah. And yet people are still, still doing research like that. Mm. Still. It is, so, so, is there some, um, the, the, surely there should be um there sh should be some some document or whatever um that explains um what wh why the hell they're doing this on on, on the Marshall Islands and everywhere else um I don't know there's any any yeah this is well when they started it they said it was for the good of mankind yeah well now but also imagine the Marshallese people had been under German occupation mm. and then were occupied by Japan, which was brutal. The Japanese were brutal. And then here comes liberation <laughs> and by the Americans. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, literally it's like, and, and then, you know, people are moved. They're moved from their islands. They've just seen battles. They have been in dugout holes, holes they dug out with coconut shells and covered with coconut fronds and were in their whole families for days. And people come out from this and are expected to make major decisions, major decisions like, okay, now we need to use your island for the good of mankind. And this is what we're going to do. Like, uh, sorry, I just like saw massive battles and mm. have been under occupation for, you know, the majority of my life. I, I, you know, really, I can't make a big decision right now. So they were coerced into or and just stole it, just straight out my kid's great grandfather. I mean, they threatened to kill him if he didn't give up his islands. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Here are all these people who are, you know, guns and ships and airplanes, and they're just gonna kill you if you don't say, okay, you can take my islands. Like, you can only resist for so long mm -hmm. and there was no prior and informed consent no no definitely not because who can you know yeah. really it's this mindset of i mean henry kissinger famously said there's fifty thousand people out there who gives a damn he said that he literally He's... said that in a meeting mm. Really, it's there's a bunch of brown people out there. Who cares? Mm. Who cares? Nobody's going to know anyway, right? And yeah, I'm I'm really trying to compute all this um, as it's such a You'd think, right? That 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 this would um, 
yeah, that that this you you read up you read up and you, they, you would they would t talk to you on uh, probably in school uh, middle uh, in grade school whatever that, that yeah that have this happens so once or twice, but this is like a something that has happened not once or twice but until um, the late uh, what was it twentieth century century oh twentieth twenty first I can't remember not nineteen ninety six was it yeah that and that um it is yeah like it's mind-boggling to me still like why um is 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 the fate and the livelihoods of a people's like it doesn't matter if it's if it's five million five hundred thousand or fifty thousand it's a people's you're dealing with the people do live there um they, they it was it's their home like i don't i don't i don't go into your home and 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 um piss all over the place or, or create a fire or, or or like um like spread rat poisoning um, in, in your house i don't i don't do that like why and so why would why would someone else do that in somebody else's home just because you're a superpower you know like good because you can um and then it, it is it's it is blackmailing not blackmail yeah it is forcing yeah, the people. So, like, you, you, um, you, you, your children's great grandfather into making a decision that he he's not coming out of colonization of, of the Japanese and the Germans. It's it's there were no, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a doctor, but I I would assume that like you're not a, it you do not in that mental place you know to be able to to do that because it's. Uh, because of that, Man, no, it was, yeah. it's and that that I think like there's always that that seems to be left out all the time of uh, discussions mm. when people talk about nuclear. Like it didn't just happen out of thin air. These bombs didn't just you know, suddenly appear mm -hmm. and, and that the trauma that people had been experiencing already, already, you know, blackbirding and, and, and all of those just horrible, gross things of, of imperialism. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, nuclear weapons. Yeah. But that people are still here. It is a, it you know, it's just is amazing. Mm. And is there? Are you getting a lot of support? Um, talking about this on Marshall Islands or outside of it, you have my support one hundred percent. Um, um, I don't think, yeah. Hopefully that counts for something, uh, but like in at least on oh, on the on the islands, on the islands, um, yeah, are you, because if I put it everything into like into into context, if if they're celebrating Nuclear Victims Day, then what you're talking about, you know, like it is, it should be the conversation that people should be having, instead of like oh, um, there's this 
there's this holiday sale at at uh, at I don't know so, so, some some clothing shop or McDonald's or whatever. Uh, get an happy nuclear a nuclear victim day happy meal or whatever. Um, it is that's not the conversation that should be happening. This is the conversation that should be happening. So, are you asking if I was a part of the nuclear victims day? coordinating committee um, no, no, I was no. not I <laughs> no. was not they forgot so, oh, so like you no. know when the nuclear commission said they interviewed everybody in the country mm. all of the NGOs and groups that work with nuclear they never once talked to me and how is that they never once in this very small town. Yeah. They never once asked to talk to me. Because because you're outspoken or like like it's the way that you the, the way that you talk about it, you know, it makes all all the sense in the world at least to me that that you that any discussion, dialogue or uh commemoration of, of nuclear victims or anything that has to, something to do with nuclear at the Marshall Islands affecting in the, the, the indigenous peoples or peoples in general. And it seems to me that they, they should be part of that conversation. So how come like they, they, you were not approached. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? Well, You know, there was a Nuclear Victims Day where the U.S. ambassador stood up, and, and they say this every year. They talk about how all settlements with the Marshallese people are clear, that, you know, the Marshallese made this, they made this sacrifice. Mm. We are so grateful for the sacrifice that Marshallese people made. And all claims are, we have reached full and final settlement. Mm-hmm. And with a baby on my hip, I stood up and screamed at the ambassador, knocked chairs over and said, it is far from fair and just and mm. stormed off and everybody was mad at me. What? And I was like, I, I was, I, I was so enraged by what the ambassador said. And then mm. I was just... I was like, wow, look at look at how the US is sitting back and you know their strategy works. Their mm. strategy works to like, you know, it it's that it, it, it's that internal colonization where people aren't wanting anyone to speak up. Like, I'm sorry, you messed with my kids. And I don't care if you're a government with nuclear weapons, you have messed with my children. And I am angry. And I'm not going to sit there and let some dude, you know, spout off this rhetoric Mm-hmm. When what he needs to do is apologize to my children and their families. And, you know, like, maybe it's intimidating because I took care of my kid's grandmother when she was dying of cancer. You know, I've taken care of 
so many people and like i i guess i have that experience and maybe because i'm white and i speak out about it mm. and i've been told i don't have any right to speak about it because i'm white i've literally been told by people by marshallese people i have no right to speak on this but i've been given the right by my kids family to speak on this mm. so it, it's just i think it, i don't know maybe it's very confronting for a lot of people because there are a lot of people here who grew up really not knowing much at all about their own history here mm -hmm. not even knowing that you know runet dome exists or where is Njebi or or these other things so maybe it's just really confronting when you have this outspoken white woman who knows a lot more than they do i don't i don't know what do you think why don't they want me to speak <laughs> uh like i can only imagine like what what goes goes into people's heads um but it is like i'm trying to understand why people would say that something like that um because mostly like if you're doing bad things if you're doing really really bad things and it, it if it's if it is your intent to step up for the sole reason for personal gain, then I would say, yeah, like, like, and that has happened a lot uh, uh, within the indigenous world, uh, where in the, where, where non-indigenous peoples are, are stepping up, stepping up that have no affiliation whatsoever with the indigenous community that they claim to represent. And then I've seen it happen uh, on on those cases. It's very black and white. Then you can you can again, no pun intended. Um, it, it's clear as day that um, they only have the interest, want to serve their own interest. In this case, it's, it's the total opposite. Um, it is you have kids um, that that are in, in, indigenous and that you, you live on the islands, you, you're part of the community. You, um, It's not that it should be validating the way um giving you credibility but it does give you credibility so and that's uh, having established that in, in my mind at least and uh, and my my thought then veers off asking all right so why would people want to say stuff like that about somebody else and usually at least in my experience it is about people that um would love to be in your place um they would love to be um as as as, as uh, affluent about, about about an issue knowledgeable about an issue um that are that are indigenous but um um they they just aren't you know like, like there are people that that would love to be a a a uh, all star football player, for example, but um yeah, they 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 are their their motor skills are not just up up to it. You know, the same thing. Like it is, um you can you love to be an activist, but your 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 state of mind, your everything else, it just, it's 
it just just not it's not there for that and then it's you can do two things you either you support that person that is in that position that is doing what you want to be doing um which is the what i would call the high road is what you should be doing or or you try to take them out or you try to take them out <laughs> because if i get a shitty life everyone can has to have a <laughs> shitty life you know and and that is what mind boggling is what mind boggling to me well there's a lot of things that mind boggling to me but def- but definitely that 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 state of mind that that mindset of hey uh there's Brooke, she's doing this she is very passionate about 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 this issue um um because yeah she gave birth to children that are part of the land uh, and she lives on the land and she she she, she have, a, have a connection to the land and you know so it would be yeah um, in the in the interest of the the martialist people um or at least at least the people that are taking you trying to take you down to say hey yeah we support you cuz cuz only if you in are in that mindset i am convinced that you have the greater um the just cause in mind that 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 is you that's why you do what you do anything else is just ego mm. anything else is just just ego taking over you and um just uh uh trying to um yeah actually actually hit hit pause on everything and uh, so that you can rise to that level and then hit play again um so up until that point that you that that you are um uh, that person that that is um cuz that's a very toxic state of mind um if you, if you think about it is that um yeah that that, that you, as long as i'm not there as long as uh um i'm not in a, in the in the capacity of knowledge or or or, or passion to to talk about it like you do um i have to take you down everything has to hit pause i have to stall everything so that i can um um rise to rise to the top there's there's so many analogies um that 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 i you that are used before uh, to make this point come across it is it is it, like building building a building you know like if you don't want to build the highest highest building on, on on majuro or new york city for example you know there's two ways to do it or you just can you can just either build your own highest building you know you just build it by yourself you know and you build yourself up and it's that's the right way to do it or you can just build your ba- building and take uh, all the other buildings down so that you are become the, the highest building <laughs> yeah become the only one that's a toxic way to do it that's ego um and i think uh um, that is a is something that is not just happening in in uh, in 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 your case but it's happening all around the indigenous world in the, in the indigenous movement and which quite frankly pisses me off um because in the end in the end um the uh, who loses are the peoples 
because it's your ego that you 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 put up front and not other people's uh not, not the well-being of people so if if there are people and and yeah if you're uh, um if you're doing it and it's justified at least in, in my in my mind um obviously i'm not marshallese um but in my mind yeah you could at least giving you the op- or including you in discussions or or sorry not not excluding you from discussions about this um that should be the least thing they they, they could do that, that because that goes beyond indigenous and non-indigenous because it, it is about raising awareness and all like the whole indigenous and non-indigenous issue it only for me at least comes into play when it comes to representation when it comes to decision making you know and and, and then already you, you have uh, um yeah because but but that's not the case this is about uh, raising awareness about about something that is affects all indigenous peoples in the pacific so not just the marshall pm of the marshall islands so you are passionate about it. you know a lot about it so excluding you and, and yeah excluding you from that discussion would only diminish the level of that discussion because you need all the people need the information all the information that they can get they need all viewpoints um, to make a decision or to 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 consider things, you know, and excluding people, and you know, but it, my it viewpoint only, yeah. makes people uncomfortable. I think that's well, the thing because I uh, it, it, it it's non-negotiable. Like mm. the United States needs to atone for what they've done. Mm-hmm. It's a non-negotiable, and. I I don't play I don't play nice with with the U.S. with the government. No, I'm not diplomatic with that. There's no diplomacy when it comes to messing with my kids and the stuff that I have seen and the stuff that I know. There that there's they they weren't diplomatic in their dealings with us here. I was about to say why like, do we got yeah. why do we have to be nice to them? I mean yeah. I have taken care of people with horrific cancer and nursed them to their passing because of nuclear weapons. Like there's no nicety in that. Mm. So don't expect me to like extend my hand and fake nice with an ambassador. No, no, mm. it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So that makes people uncomfortable. And I call it what it is. You know, like, I, I mean, I, I'm not afraid to talk about colonialism. I'm not afraid to talk about those things. And I think those are uncomfortable conversations and probably more so coming from you know, an an American. It's it's confronting to them because like all the other Americans, they're not like me. Mm. So. Yeah, and and like time for niceties is over if you dropped 300 nuclear bombs in people's backyards. Yeah, yeah. um, I I would say. Um, So it is, and, and then again, 
that that alone should make people furious um, as a supernova. Um, but then to and I, I'm I think you're you're right on top of it. You're right that it is super uncomfortable for people as it is a mirror to their um, makes them insecure. It is a mirror that exposes their vulnerabilities because um, they should be, uh, yeah, being as furious and as passionate as you are. So I think I think um, it it is more a reflection of them than of you. Um, the way that they respond to um, to how, how to, to you as in as in, like you said, as in excluding you from, 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 from discussions or saying like, yeah, or saying that, you know, well, you're, you're not um, telling you that, yeah, you're, you're not Marshall Lee. So, so you can, you can talk about, you cannot talk about, it, it is all about, it's, it comes, makes sense to me. Like if, if you look as however, you painted this picture. However, yeah. they invite American researchers who have done nothing but pad their CVs and, you know, pad their tenure with the research they've done here. Mm. And yet they're accepted. They, I mean, literally like no, no ties whatsoever, except that they were here long ago and did research and now they're an authority Mm -hmm. and they're a professor. Well, yeah. how did they get their professorship? Mm. And do the people who they did their research with, are they co-researchers? Has all that research been translated and then given back to the community? And yeah. you know, th those are those are things. So it's a sore spot, but less so now, maybe. Mm. Like when Ati was younger, when Appa was a baby, yeah, it was definitely a lot more hurtful. Mm. But now I now you know, what's it gonna do? Stop me? It's not I don't think stop so. Stop me. I, I think I think it only fuels your your passion for things. At least by by the way you talk about it, um, that it only gives you fuel actually actually because it is. Or am I wrong? Yeah. I think it does. Mm. But, you know, look, I I promise my children. I made a promise to my children that I will find justice. Like, they don't have grandparents because no. of nuclear testing. Like, And that includes my mother, too, because she was part of gross nuclear experimentation in the U.S. But... Mm -hmm. I've made a promise to them. Yeah. So there, there's, I, I, I don't have a choice. Hmm. And, and a lot of the people, the other thing, you know, a lot of these people in positions of decision-making, they're not in the same position, not saying, you know, look, all, all Marshallese people are affected. I think people here in the south of the Marshall Islands, it's more so from Johnston Atoll than from the bombs in the north. But, you know, the ones in the major decision-making positions are not 
the ones from the places like the people who are displaced. Mm. They're not often given the, the positions to be making the decisions. Yeah. There's a thought that has gone through my mind, not through the, throughout this conversation, but uh, previous conversations, because previous previous podcasts I had um, um, Leilani on from from Guam, also talking about decolonization, and what is emerging um, in all these in all these conversations is that that there's this, and I'm not I'm not a doctor, so I should be very careful about saying this. Um, but I, I think I'm going to invite a doctor on this, is that I have this feeling with my, my or right, caveat, uh, this, or disclaimer, um, with my limited knowledge about the whole issue, is that in, Indigenous people, so people have, Indigenous peoples have developed this kind of a um, Stockholm syndrome to... Uh, um, like post post colonization, or maybe it's still colonized, but it's mm -hmm. like Stockholm syndrome. So in in this, uh, to for example, the United States, like around the Pacific, that the that there's this idea of like we um you did wrong to us, but now we cannot live without you. Um, so please um, keep keep us under your wings. So I think, yeah, I think. I think that is happening uh, right now um, around around the Pacific. Well, not just Pacific, but in in, in many um, mm. indigenous territories where indigenous peoples are, that, that there's some that there's, there's developed some in, unconsciously a, a Stockholm syndrome. Um, but that is by design colonialism. That is 100%, a component 100%, of it. Yeah, yeah and that and and. By people developing this Stockholm syndrome, is the efficacy of colonialism. Yeah. And, but then, you know, what about when people are dealing with gener intergenerational trauma? Mm. Yeah. So much trauma. And how do you unpack what is your like? I mean, there's it's it's. Uh, I I mean, and I think I have to tread very carefully on this as as a white person, as an American, but I have to really. It's something that I work very hard to unpack and to. It's because I don't want. It's how the trauma is going to come out in my children, like mm -hmm. I, trying to find that balance, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, making sure they don't go into mainstream schools where I think that syndrome is really ingrained. Yeah. It's, as, it one, as one point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is... Um, I and one hundred percent agree. I, I don't. Think, I'm. I'm not negating the fact that they're that, that we're still not colonized because colonization is still ongoing. Um, but I'm just using thinking about like for, um, uh, like Stockholm syndrome. Um, 
like there's 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 there could there should be or could be or maybe there is a method to yeah to to um how do you say like to um to get better from that you know like that that you lose lose a syndrome and maybe that if you if you amplify that at a certain at a certain level that it gives people more a of an idea of have, getting back control of the situation recognizing what the situation is and getting back control of their lives um and in that way start to decolonize in their mindset and i think i think i still haven't figured out like like the right sequence of it but i think it, it could be a way it could be a way that about how to decolonize people's people's and people's mindset um because this, this is not helping us at all it is it is it is actually creates this this illusion of 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 freedom um but it's actually still in it's still dependence actually you still depend on uh, on on people and 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 especially when you you're entertaining the ideas and promises and 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 stories that the uh, that the United States um, keep um, sharing um, after three hundred bombs in the Pacific, you know, it, it is yeah, it is something that we it is like you said it is something that we it is like a disease that we have to op- try to fix or have to have to heal from which includes intergenerational trauma um because that is because that is something that we've um we, we've barely scratched the surface in the entire indigenous world by the way um the how how, how deeply ingrained these traumas are in in our lives it it it, it is it informs everything that we do, um, and I think something something that we we think that is logical, that's normal to us, it could very well be part of that intergenerational trauma. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's it's super. Um, what is what is all right? What is um, what can people do? Um, I because I hate to end a or like roundup because um, I don't want to keep up you up too long. Um, yeah, like like in your speech, you know, you want to build something, right? You want to build to a, a call to action, and there's a lot of passion and there's a lot of fire in there. Um, what is that? Yeah, you would like people to do to research anything that comes to your mind as a takeaway from this conversation? I should have written my own speech before we started. <laughs> oh, well, it is, I'm yeah. so sorry. I didn't do my homework. No. Oh, no. It, it, again, this is a <laughs> conversation. It's not a... No, I think, I don't know. The, uh, since we've been talking, I was... I. I keep thinking about like the the beach uh, where where the boys' house is, and like like way way long time ago, uh, before the Americans came, uh, actually, Enoetak was was 
one of the highest, I think if the highest point in the Marshall Islands, it was mm -hmm. like seven meters above sea level. And then, you know, after the bomb testing, the U.S. flattened it. But, but there's a little incline. And every evening I would sit on the beach and have my coffee. And that would just, that was always my thing. And like every evening I would sit and like, it's so beautiful. Like, it's just unbelievably beautiful. Mm -hmm. And my mind would automatically go back to these stories of when they did the bomb test, it would suck out all the water of the lagoon. Like you've seen those pictures. I mean, that's all water and coral mm. and like even boats like and and so it would suck the water out of the lagoon sometimes a mile or more out like and it would be for such a prolonged period of time that the military people would go and like drive their jeeps on the dry lagoon bed mm. like i would just sit there and just watch and just think really they did that here over and over again, like this is somebody's home. Mm. And just, they just didn't, they didn't care. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is just, you know, and you mentioned it earlier that these are people and these are their homes and these are people's families and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's my kids, it's their family. Like, but these are people that I care about. These are people who have, uh, who have taken care of me. And I think, you know, as people research and as people talk about it, like talk about it, have conversations, but not fetish, fetishize it. Mm -hmm. That's hard to say, or exoticize it, or um, you know, don't no. uh, don't what, don't. What do, you, um, what do you mean by that? By the way, um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't even fetishize it or exoticize it. What what is what should people be aware of once they start talking? Or researching about a nuclear testing in 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 the, in the Pacific or Marshall Islands, um, what should be, just, people be aware of? Just you know, like when people talk about it, to always keep in mind that it happened directly to people. It wasn't mm -hmm. anything ab abstract. It wasn't something that was happening over there where you couldn't see it. And it, and you know, it didn't harm you. Like it directly harmed people, and mm. and also that it hasn't ended. The harm is still here. The harm is still is still ongoing. Yeah, it still impacts people. So it, you know, in that sense, it's not done. It's not mm. over. So. Uh, I think just to, you know, to, to keep that in mind. And, and, you know, there are people who talk about the nuclear testing and they, 
you know, use it for their advantage, whether it's, you know, academically or, you know, journalists, oh, how many journalists have, you know, are constantly contacting, contacting us and making movies, you know, like all of these things, but it, it's, it's not, uh, it, I don't know. It's like people are trying to put some sort of ownership on it. it mm. It's, and it's this really hard thing that just affects us every single day. Yeah. So, so how can people use that? You know, learn about it. It's horrible and it's vile and it's evil. So make sure that it doesn't happen again. You know, what's then the best way for people who aren't really connected here? And, and you know, I don't think it's up to... Uh, I, I think really just people can just try to eliminate nuclear weapons. I mean, disarmament in general, just, yeah. just, you know, if learning about nuclear testing in the Pacific makes you sick, then make it push you to work toward ending all sorts of war. Yeah. Demilitarize and you know, de-weaponize, de-nuclearize, like, make that your goal. Is the nuclear ban treaty a step in the right direction, you think? Most definitely. Mm. I mean, I still have... It's doing enough? I think it's made huge shifts. Mm -hmm. It's it's pushed a, a, a moral shift, you know, that, that all of these countries now... Um, as of January, it entered into force. And, you know, that's the, that's the moral shift that we needed. And mm. that's something that people have been working toward for decades, decades. So in that sense, yes, but, uh, you know, really, how are we going to get rid of all of these nuclear weapons and you know, then we still have nuclear energy. What are we going to do with all of this uranium? Yeah. Except keep it in the ground. But um, I think that's the thing. If people can be motivated to, if their country hasn't ratified the treaty to do that, that we further stigmatize nuclear weapons and countries that have them and work toward a world free from war, free from militaries that are relying on this industry that has profited off of the loss of our loved ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just love. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, really, let, I, I, I don't know. Is that possible? I I just I want the military out of the Pacific. I want the military just done. Mm. Well, there was a time where we didn't need any military, so you know, like there's so in the end, um, I think that we we can we can we can 
um, go back to empathy and 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 kindness and all these basic principles of life. Um, I think that we we can go back to that. Um, we're, we're very much capable of it. Um, um, I, th- I think it would the, the reigning idea right now in the world is that we cannot. But I think people ge- ultimately um, crave that, crave crave connection and 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 love. There's such this so so it's stupid because there's there's a stigma on love right now. You know to do you know, you know it, it is not easy to talk about love um and whereas it, it is part of who we are empathy is part of who we are uh, what we do is part of our, our identity and so we can go back it's, it's, it is just it requires discipline it, it, it requires reconditioning ourselves that's what i think um and it is it is a, it is a process is is a very long process um i struggle with it still Still, even though I'm aware of it, I'm, I struggle with it still because I just keep feeling myself being pulled back um, into a, a mindset of of ego of um, of everything that I try not to be because um, it it is yeah when you you you've lived all your life conditioned uh, with 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 ego and 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 because everyone's lived with ego. Everyone is um, conditioned that way or trained that way. That, um, yeah, that it feels natural, but it isn't. Um, and you, you, you have your kids, and and I think the up until a certain age, your kids, you know, like our kids in general, have been are made able to maintain the. Um, yeah, the, print, the basic principles of life, actually, and and then life kicks in, actually, you know, like and, and then you can call it education or or development or yeah, there, there's a whole host of ways of 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 that that recondition you. So I think if if you're taught that way, you can also untell your way that that way, you know, and and then um go. Because yeah, like it, it it is it is mind-boggling to me that still that because what this is, is is pretty much a and this is this has been going through my mind as well uh, throughout the whole conversation. This is like a, like a nuclear holocaust that's, that, that, that that's going on. It's still ongoing, you know. At, at least, well, not at least, you know. Like, the only type of holocaust that we know in general in in the world through history is 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 it the Holocaust that happened in the Second World War. This one, but it had an end. Uh, this one is still ongoing. You, know, you still see the um, um, the effects of direct effect of it, of of uh, of the these nuclear tests. You know, and it is the why this is not on 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 people's agendas and memory is is, is beyond me still. Um, so that's why I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to bring this back up into my, onto my radar. All right, yeah, I, I just want to learn more about it. I just want to, I want to 
uh, raise awareness around it and um, and and not talk in in general about it, but like talk to someone that knows anything about it. So more at least way more than I do. Um, so yeah, this is why I gravitated towards the amazing brook, uh, you know. And 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 by all means, you're um, if ever there, there, you, there's a takeaway for you from this conversation, um, at least in my view. Um, you're not white, um, <laughs> as in, um, I, I see you as because we met. Uh, for full disclosure, people, uh, I did not reach out to her on Twitter or Google someone, and and Brooks popped up. Now we met in in Bangare in in 2016, um, and all already over there, she was passionate. To, only uh, not already there way before that but like she was very passionate talking about um yeah um nuclear victims and the nuclear ban treaty and well there wasn't there wasn't a nuclear ban treaty back then it wasn't well starting to starting yeah it started to yeah. develop yeah but it wasn't yeah. 2017 yeah. is when the resolution came to be yeah 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 um so um where was it going with this can't remember um this like this is what I get with with my train of thought. I lose the train. It derailed back there. Derails or step out at, at at some some train station and just forget to back get back on the train again. Um, yeah, no, yeah, white. Um, yeah, you're not white. <laughs> um, at least in my book, you're you're uh, uh, there's to me because. <laughs> What do you mean? No, no, you're you're not. Okay, okay, no, get back no. on your train. I... <laughs> oh yeah, lost the train again. I just see it in the in the distance and it's dot on the horizon. Now, um, uh, yeah, you passionate about, about about something. You're you're, and I can see myself. Sorry, like I have to, I have to stop here because I can see myself trying to validate you, which I. You shouldn't have to validate yourself, you know, or by me, or or, or you know, like it, it is, it is. Uh, you you know, it is. You shouldn't have to validate yourself based on external factors, you know. So, so that's why I I want this. I wanted to stop there because I, I can feel yeah. Because mention all these these things as if if you meet all these requirements you're validated as to talk about what you talk about and you don't have to um i believe um because you're passionate about you're passionate about thing about it um and for those reasons and many more um yeah don't have to call yourself white um you because you're not you're human and that's first and foremost the most important thing and um, and it, it, I, I get this a lot, though. By the way, but by by quote unquote non-indigenous people, also not quote unquote non-indigenous peoples that um, feel this imposter syndrome syndrome, and they have their heart, hearts and minds are in the right place. Um, I haven't talked to them for a very long time. I know them very well. Still, they feel this. They qualify themselves as as outsider of, of or non-indigenous so the way that i told tell them well don't see, don't call yourself that call yourself a friend or an ally you know mm. put it into like the, the positive 
um, in the positive framework and not in, into the into the, in the, in the into the negative. Um, so for me, you're you're not white. You're a cis. You're 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 a um, you're a human. And yeah, I don't know. It is. I just felt that I need need to say that um, before thanking you for getting on the show because it's I know it's late over there. Kids probably already hopefully fast asleep. Um, they are asleep. It is <laughs> eleven twelve. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so thank you so much for it. It's, oh, by the way, yeah. Before I for before I forget before I end, is there anything? And we always can do another episode. Like by all means, tell me when and where, and I'll show up. Um, is there anything that you're like, oh my god, Gazali, I cannot believe you did not ask me about this. You're such an asshole for not asking me this question. <laughs> you know, like hey, by all means, like it, it, it is. Um, I have to ask this because, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's always something that you, or is it something that you want to say? still that you forgot you know like it, it doesn't have to be like a story or like a, a thought or something no I, I think i don't know i'm just really grateful i've had a hard past few days of you know life stuff so it's just been really nice to sit and buenado with a friend who's really far away but now oh, yeah. you know mm -hmm. it we're able to just sit and talk and that's, that's really good. And, and like, you know, there, it, it's just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just really value this. I, this really helped me, uh, put some things into perspective and, and who knows if somebody, one person listens and takes some sort of action, then, that's really positive. And if somebody wants to get in touch with me, then you can help them do that. But uh, I don't yeah. know. Thanks for thanks for letting me unwind and like release some of this stuff because also after last Monday, Nuclear Victims Day, and then I had stuff going on every single day, there just hasn't been any time to sort of let it all out and and uh yeah it's uh it's it's ongoing and you know some days are harder than others and especially when we have family members that pass away or mm. you know, there's there's just always something and like in our community i think you can just trace it all back to nuclear imperialism like and and that's the that's that's what it is yeah it uh it doesn't give people a pass i think for making bad decisions we don't get to blame you know nuclear weapons uh, you know for bad decisions but i think uh i think it clouds people's decision making processes and yeah, it's just something we have to live with. So we've got to find a way to to make amends and and find justice for our kids. I don't know what that looks like. So, yeah, more conversations. But anyway, thanks, Kazali. No, no, thank you, thank you so much. Really appreciate you for uh, getting on the show. 
And yeah, I think I, I see, I foresee many more conversations like these in the future. Um, so um, I'm, I'm already looking forward to it. So um, yeah, appreciate you for, for taking the time to um, out of your busy weeks um, to, to get a, to get on a show. And it's not even a show. It's just a conversation, man. I just keep saying this is a show. Uh, <laughs> you want your own show. Okay, give the guy a show. Give the lawyer a show. I don't, I don't want a show. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a comedian or whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, just, I just call it a show, whatever. Yeah. I'll, all right. I'll, I'll call it a show then. Um, okay. thank you so much. And yeah. Um, we'll talk soon. Okay. Good All night. Right. Good night, good day, and good morning, if you're listening, whatever you are. And good night for you. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Um, hope you enjoy the podcast, of course. Um, do me a favor and open your browser. Go to linktree slash gomaluku. So that's linktr.ee slash gomaluku. If you're a watcher, I'm also posting YouTube. If you're a reader, I got you on Medium. Um, don't have a lot of time. I got you on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, on all these platforms, I'm documenting and posting content. Um, so you'll find all these links on the link tree slash Gomaluku. So let's connect on these platforms. I really appreciate all of you that, that I'm already connected with on these platforms. Um, thank you so much and have a great day. Mm-hmm.